0: The 48 Laws of Power series is going to be a great way for future students and parents of students to learn about my wife and I, the founders and operators of Solid Foundations. In this series of podcasts, we will be discussing the laws of power and how we either use them or they use us. I'm sure if you are listening to this podcast, you are familiar with the Solid Foundations mission. You know everything we do is to instill confidence in our youth. With that being said, I thought it would be cool to start a mini-series that allows us to tell stories of our past, particularly as teens and into our early 20s. These stories will describe how we personally felt victim to, or used to our advantage, each of the 48 Laws of Power that Robert Greene wrote about in his book. Don't worry, of course we will continue to do our regular program. We have plenty of guests lined up and will continue to keep uploading those important interviews. As always, I hope we deliver some value to you through our podcast. These episodes will best serve those who want power, observe power, or wish to arm themselves against power.
1: Welcome back to our book club of the 48 Laws of Power. I am your host, Crystal Regalado, and we have Gilbert Regalado.
0: Hello, everybody.
1: So today we're gonna go over the law five. So law five, so much depends on reputation. Guard it with your life. The judgment. Reputation is the cornerstone of power. Through reputation alone, you can intimidate and win. Once it slips, however, you are vulnerable and will be attacked on all sides. Make your reputation unassailable. Always be alert to potential attacks and thwart them before they happen. Meanwhile, learn to destroy your enemies by opening holes in their own reputation, then stand aside and let public opinion hang them. So today, are we going to go over observance or transgression? Wait.
0: Today we'll be going over observance of the law.
1: Okay, and what is the summary of the observance?
0: So the observance of the law was... China's War of the Three Kingdoms, back in 207 to 265 AD, there was a great general, Choko Liang, and he had such a great reputation of being such a fierce warrior, but not only fierce, also clever. And so in one of these great battles, he had dispersed almost all of his troops on attack, and he only kept a few of his troops back along with himself to protect his own kingdom and one of his great enemies happened to appear uh, shortly after he dispersed his whole army and so he could see in the distance that this that his enemy was coming towards him with about hundred and fifty thousand troops and he knew he was dead he he let his whole army out he made the wrong move but instead of panicking, he decided, he he kind of knew what his reputation, not kind of, he knew exactly what his reputation was. So he told the troops that he had with him, he said, look, go hide in the castle. And he went up to the furthest point to where he could be seen from a far distance. He put on like, he, he took off his armor, he put on a simple robe, he lit incense, he, he went up there and he kind of took a meditative stance and he just was at peace and as one of his great enemies who knew who he was because he had battled him many times before had been tricked by him many times before when he got close enough to see he stood he looked and what general uh, Chuku did was well, he even opened up the gates inviting his enemy in and so his enemy didn't really know what to, to do he, he looked and he he pondered for a little bit And he thought about all the times he had been tricked in the past and how great and clever this general was that he told his hundred and fifty thousand troop army to turn around and retreat. And so that was one of the uh, great observance of of this law.
1: So I was used for him. Yes. Today we're going to go over the observance of the law and I'm going to tell my side or my experience. So I started training jiu-jitsu at the age of 20. The, um, my brother started training before me, and I would watch him sometimes. I'd go there, watch him. Never really was motivated to get on the mat. Uh, the owner and founder of Paragon, Fringia, one day was like, come on, Crystal, let's get on the mat. He's asked me to get on the mat plenty of times. Finally, that day, for some reason, I said yes at the end of that class i knew that this class was going to teach me a skill that i needed and i was at that time in an abusive a very toxic relationship that included physical abuse and when i'll call them episodes when episodes would happen i had no idea if i was going to survive it or not and so at the end of that class was so powerful to me that I knew I was going to live. I knew that I was able to use jujitsu to help me. And so I started training and started learning. And um, actually, so when the next episode did happen, he, we got in, he, he tried to hit me or he did hit me, and I knew that, all right, this is it. This is going to be my last fight. So we did get into it, and at the end of that episode, that fight, he was the one asking me to stop. He was the one asking me to let him go. And so from that moment on, I knew jujitsu jitsu was my thing. Um, I already loved doing it, so I that just helped motivate me. Um, so I feel like... Uh, I, well at that point, I was I, after that, I started training every day, five days a week, sometimes twice a day. And so my motivation to keep training started there. A lot of people knew about my abusive relationship because after that I was just like an open book. I started letting people know. Um, so how I built my reputation as a woman who can defend herself was built on how I got out of that abusive relationship. Um, so moving forward, I also put my, not put myself, well, there's events that happened in my life that helped build that reputation as well. For instance, um, when I was 21, you know, you're 21, someone has a party at their house. Me and my friends were like, Oh, cool. Let's go. We're all going. (laughs) And so with, people knowing that I trained came good and bad. So people, and I mean men, would challenge me. Oh, you train. Oh, you UFC, you karate. Let's, you know, show me what you got. And picture a man, like, drinking. Like, he was, they're persistent. And this happened to me multiple times. And they'd always challenge me, and sometimes they would not stop until some something happened and this one instance um, we were all outside we're all drinking outside but there was like grass area so this guy would not leave me alone so we finally we did we started you know we did our little rolling but out at the end obviously hit zero jujitsu to a year or two jujitsu in i ended up taking control to where everybody started everybody there was watching it was a show so Even though it was in a sense playful, people were watching and that's how my reputation as a woman fighting, defending herself against a man also, um, that's what helped as well. Um, Moving on, as I moved about levels up, um, people got to know my story, people got to know me which helped build my reputation as someone that could defend herself doing jiu-jitsu 10 years after training, I earned my black belt. So in jiu-jitsu, we have a white belt, blue belt, purple, brown, and black. And um, I started, after I earned my belt, I was confident in jiu-jitsu. But I was also confident and I wanted, I felt like I was ready to teach. So um, I was ready to hold a class. Uh, So what I did was, I went to the owner of the gym that I was training at, and I wanted to, I told him, let me prove myself. Let me put six week boot camp together, and you don't have to do anything, just let me have it here, but let me prove to you that I could do it. I'll fill up the class. He was like, sure, why not? Um, So I feel, I, I know that my reputation helped put people in that class there's people that went to that class that had no idea they didn't meet me personally they didn't know who I was but they heard about me and it was from the events that happened from the beginning of my jiu-jitsu journey all the events leading up to it people what people told like other instructors what they had said about me um so and it was a very successful boot camp and I did it again so I was able to build a successful class through my reputation so that's how I use the observance of the law
0: so to the to the new women who joined your class them not ever trained because I totally get when you've trained at even at least one if you start for three months or six months you realize damn this is this is this is hard this is gonna be a mission to stick with this for for many many years so you can totally get if this person got a black belt, they've been training for this many years, they're dedicated and they're, they're skilled. What do you think brought the new, the new women who have never trained before, but had just heard about you? Like, what, what do you think it was about your reputation that made them want to sign up for your class?
1: Um, well, my answer here, like I can go on and on and why <laughs> my perspective on jujitsu and stuff, but my answer here is coming from what people have told me of why they started my class. Um, it was because some of them had coaches, like um, I know that they have like a striking coach that would tell stories of how I tap so-and-so out and they, you know, or just like certain stories that they hear on the mat, um, that has brought them in. Um, having a female do certain things certain things that can just having a female that is able to choke out a guy is um it's just I don't know maybe that's I think that's what they got attracted to
0: yeah well I mean I could say from firsthand that I've been on the side of hearing on the side of stories about stories about you and how you had had kind of unknowingly motivated other women to want to either join jiu-jitsu or work out or or do something to better themselves or sometimes it's their kids because of your of your exploits when it comes to being challenged by men yeah you know so
1: i think that that is part of my reputation um i feel like everything that is said about me that's my reputation and I mean I'm not perfect and I know I've found there's some things out there that's not so great but I've worked really hard on my reputation to be able to influence women and have to be able to teach jujitsu and teach women that you can defend yourself and I do it as a sport and it's also something that I had to use in real life situations and I Bank on my reputation so that I'm able to build and help other women.
0: And in some of the the exploits that I've that I've heard, where you've been challenged, um, I've heard where it's real life situations where you physically had to um, just handle your business for your own safety. But then there's been other times where it's in social environments where just men don't know any better, and they hear like, "Oh, are you this black belt?" Are you this good fighter? Let's see. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Can you take me on? And in the times back, back you know, years ago <laughs> when, when those things used to happen, what would make you want to take on those challenges?
1: Um, well, one, I was young. So I was, I I got that a lot when I first started training and probably like a year in. Um, So I would just all right, let's do it. And to me, like, I knew I was able to because they knew zero jujitsu. And so I think those kind of instances, like things like that, not, I don't think, I know it's also helped me because one of those guys um, I actually put to sleep and now his daughter comes to my to our program, Solid Foundations. And it was because he wants his daughter to be able to defend himself, herself, like I defended myself when he was the one testing me. So my reputation helps. So that was a very long observance of the law. Law five, so much depends on reputation, guard it with your life, judgment reputation is the cornerstone of power through reputation alone you can intimidate and win once it slips however you are vulnerable and will and will be attacked on all sides make your reputation unassailable always be alert to potential attacks and thwart them before they happen meanwhile learn to destroy your enemies by opening holes in their reputations then stand aside and let opinion let public opinion hang them
0: Thank you for listening. If you found value in this episode, please share it. If you would like to support solid foundations and still confidence in the youth through martial arts, work ethic, fitness, and family values, please consider becoming a part of our solid contribution crew. By enrolling in our brick program, your monthly donation goes directly towards growing solid foundations to help more youth and comes with some nice perks for you. You can also see how your donations are being used when you follow us on Instagram.